0: welcome back to spirit signal with Justin Gleason. hey is it just me or is the world as we know it not the world as we knew it to me the world seems a lot like Gotham yeah the fictitious evil dark city Gotham the whole world is like that the insane have taken over law and order is gone and vigilantes have had to arise to maintain some sort of peace in the city. But yeah, the world is like Gotham. Ra's al Ghul in the League of Shadows is now George Soros, and all of his anarchy organizations. Penguin is Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler. Joker is Joe Biden. Batman is, of course. Well, you guessed it. President Donald J. Trump. And if my little joke offends you, then it offends you. Why don't you go back and play it some more and let it offend you again? Are you stressed out? I am. Do you feel like you're going blank during this COVID-19 and season of civil unrest? I am. I'm blanking out all the time. Forgetting things. Misplacing things. Losing track of where I'm going and what I'm doing. I still feel like I'm in suspended animation. You know, I've just observed something in my life and just in the world around me. Bad things always come in threes. They come in threes. First, we have the COVID-19 pandemic. Secondly, we have this uh, season of unpeaceful protesting. All of this civil unrest and uh, all the anarchy. Things are being burnt to the ground. Things are being smashed. Things are being stolen. Lives are being lost. It's just absolutely horrible. What is next? What is number three? You tell me. It's anybody's guess at this moment. But you know what we, we all need right now? I think all of us could use a nice gift. A nice gift. A special present. Gifts are one of the major love languages. Ask any marriage counselor that. Gifts are special. That is why the Lord Jesus Christ gave us the gift of the infilling of the Holy Ghost by the sign of speaking in other tongues. That moment, that special, powerful, holy moment, it's undeniable. It's a great sign that God gives to the individual that he fills, and to all those who witness it that the Lord now dwells in that person by the sign of speaking in a language that is not known to them. But it does not just stop there. When Jesus ascended into the heavens and was glorified, according to Psalm 68 and Ephesians chapter 4, the Lord ascended on high and he gave gifts unto men. He sent the gifts of heaven down to operate in the New Testament church, a lot of gifts that were really dormant uh, from the powerful Old Testament times of the prophets, Many of the prophets operated in the gifts of the Spirit, except, of course, tongues and interpretation of tongues. That is specifically New Testament. But they operated, of course, in the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, which we talked about last week, and, of course, what we are going to talk about today in this episode. And that is faith, gifts of healing, and the working of miracles. These were special gifts that God gave To us, not so much as a sign that we're saved, but rather a sign that Jesus is Lord, and a sign to others that salvation is for you. The gifts of the Spirit are all supernatural. They are not of this earth. They are not of men. They come specifically from God to move upon people as the Lord wills, as God wants to, at any moment and any time. And it's up to us to not quench that, but to be able to identify when that's moving and then minister it effectively Not in a weird manner, but rather be natural with the supernatural. That's how we do these things. And I'm believing from the response I heard from last week's episode, people are getting this, people want to move in this, and I think it's high time in the midst of all of this bad news that we present something good. Isn't that what Jesus came to do? He came preaching good news. The old Greek word, gospel. Gospel, it means good news, not bad news, something good. And the gifts of the Spirit are something good. The gifts of the Spirit are not meant to rebuke. They are not meant to correct. They are not meant to cut somebody up, but rather the gifts of the Spirit are meant to edify. They are meant to build up. They are meant to minister and to do something good, to do something special, to do something positive. And uh, we're going to continue this series and we hope that it blesses you. So, yes, God has given us gifts, He has given us the supernatural. The supernatural, the gifts of the spirit and and other things associated with uh, spiritual powers, they are a way to demonstrate the kingdom of heaven. They are a way to demonstrate what God and the angels do and how they act in heaven. So that's what Jesus came to preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, meaning the kingdom of heaven is so close that you can reach out and touch it. It is as close to you as your own cell phone, as your own wallet, as your own keys, your steering wheel. The doorknob in front of you, the glasses on your face, the cup of coffee uh, in front of you, your, your fishing pole, anything that you can reach out and grab, that is how close the kingdom of heaven is to anybody. It is so close, you can have it. You can get it right here, right now, right where you're at. It is within your grasp. So in heaven, is there any stress in heaven? Absolutely not. Is there any sorrow in heaven? No. Is there any sickness in heaven? No. Is there any death in heaven? No. As fast as COVID-19 spread throughout this world It can't get into the kingdom of heaven It cannot make it into there There is no sickness, no death in heaven All of this civil unrest, is it in heaven? Well, somebody tried, Lucifer And all the wicked angels that fell with him tried And they were cast out pretty quick They couldn't set up no uh, autonomous zone in heaven They tried And uh, they were kicked out So these are the gifts of the Spirit Sent forth into the earth through God's people, through us, the Spirit Signal people, to minister to the lost, to bring them to the Lord, to edify the church, to do all of those things. This is Justin Gleason speaking. You're listening to Spirit Signal. Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Truth Radio app, and many, many more. New episodes are uploaded Thursdays at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Please consider subscribing giving a great review and rating and telling your friends and maybe even some of your enemies about this podcast you know what that's what i want you to do this week find somebody you don't like find somebody who's a problem and send them a link to spirit signal with justin gleason you don't have to say anything just send it to them and pray they read it and who knows god may change their heart and you may win a friend also follow me on facebook pages instagram and twitter at Justin C. Gleason and you can also contact me at spiritsignaljg at gmail.com Podcasting it is the future and with the help of your loyal listenership I plan to have a future in it I want to give a shout out I received a phenomenal email from Jonathan I'm Not going to say his last name, but it starts with a G Jonathan G All the way across the Atlantic from London, England he is a loyal SSWJG listener, and he gave, gave me some great feedback on a recent episode, Pilot Mingles Galilean Blood. Jonathan thanked me for the episode, and he said he is a young and up-and-coming minister and aspires to do great things for God. And he asked me to pray for him. Jonathan, if you're listening to this, I want to let you know, when I read that message, I laid hands on my computer and I prayed over you. And I believe the hand of God is upon you. And I pray that the impartation of what you hear and feel today falls upon you. May the Lord use you in faith, gifts of healing, and in the working of miracles. Thank you so much for the message and all others who take time to contact me and let me know how much spirit signal uh, means to you. Let's talk about faith. Faith, as it is mentioned in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 12, as a part of the nine gifts of the Spirit, faith, gifts of healing, and working of miracles are grouped into the category of the nine gifts of the Spirit and how we act like God. Last week, in the first of this series, we looked at the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. These help you think like God. They all come to you in your mind, okay? Faith, gifts of healing, working of miracles, don't so much happen through the mind, the thoughts of your mind, but rather they come in action. It is actual physical demonstration of God working in somebody. Faith as it is in the gifts of the Spirit. Now, there's salvation faith. There's believing faith. uh, There's faith that moves mountains. There's all different kinds of of faith. Faith. I want to refer you to a phenomenal message uh, preached not too long ago by Jack Cunningham. And he talked about the certain aspects of, of faith. That is a great one to, to reference. I want to talk about the gift of the Spirit, faith. And how I explain this, faith as a gift of the Spirit is a supernatural impartation of God's hope, belief, feeling, confidence, and assurance. It is a supernatural, spiritual impartation of God's hope, belief, feeling, confidence, and assurance. Let's take a look at some biblical examples. Numbers chapter 13 and 14, the story of, of uh, the children of Israel coming to the promised land. And they sent out spies. They sent out uh, people to tour the land and to bring back a report. Well, everybody came back with a evil report. They said, uh, we can't do it. We can't take this land. The cities are huge. The armies are massive and the giants are massive and we are so small. Everything is so big and we are so small. We can't do it. But it was Joshua and Caleb that stood up and said, yes, the cities are big. Yes, the giants are massive and we are so small, but we've got God and we can do this and we can take the land. Okay, while everybody else doubted, Joshua and Caleb had faith. Joshua and Caleb had faith. The fact was that they were outnumbered. They were uh, outsworded. They were outspeared. They were outwalled. They were out everything. But they had the God of heaven, and Joshua and Caleb uh, believed that, and Joshua and Caleb were blessed for that. And those who doubted were judged. And they ended up having to go back into wandering until that generation wasted away in the desert. That is a major, major. Uh, a sentence or a statement of doubt. It's saying I can't. You know what that's saying is God can't pull through on His promise. You know, you know that generation saw the Lord split the Red Sea wide open. They saw God uh, send all those plagues upon the Egyptians. Did they think that God was left in Egypt, or He just hung out in the wilderness and would not go with them into Canaan land? Yeah, you know, that's the spirit of doubt. When people start saying, we can't, we can't, we can't. If you got that in your youth group, you got that in your hyphen group, you got that in your church, mark those people and muzzle them. Silence them. Uh, hashtag doubt on their social media. Do whatever you got to do. Identify that. I'm sick of hearing the voice of doubt, and it's being spoken up a lot. And these days, it's almost cool to say, no, we can't. It's high time that the church and the real spirit signal people arise up and say, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. You know why we can? Because God can, and God is going to fight the battle for us. Praise the Lord. Also another example of faith, you look in Matthew chapter 8, there's a great storm that arises on the Sea of Galilee, and the the disciples of Jesus, who were expert mariners, expert fishermen, had navigated in, in, in the dead of night through a storm many, many times on that same lake. There was something very uh, suspicious about this storm. It was a horrible storm. It was, it was probably activated by the, by the spirit world. Uh, some of the devils that were cast out on the other side in the region of Gadarenes, the ancient territory of the tribe of Israel, Gad, uh, the devils being cast into the sea through the swine, all of that. There was a, a big storm that arose that disciples feared. But Jesus got up and rebuked that storm and said, peace, be still. Amen. He spoke shalom upon the water, and it happened. Praise God. Just like God in Genesis 1, when uh, the earth was uh, void and darkness covered the face of the deep, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and spoke, Let there be light. And that was the beginning of bringing order to creation in the same manner of Genesis 1. Jesus does it in the book of Matthew, chapter number 8. But after Jesus supernaturally uh, speaks faith and declares Uh, peace. He turns around and he rebukes his disciples for the lack of faith. Why? You know, you think about this, the disciples shook the Lord and said, wake up, save us. You know, they had faith in Christ. Where was the doubt? Where was the doubt? Where was the lack of faith? I'll tell you where it was. Before they got in that boat and before they started sailing to the other side, Jesus said, get in the boat and let us go to the other side. Before they ever started their journey, before the storm ever came, before Jesus ever slept peaceably down in the boat, Jesus says, we're going to get in this boat, and we're going to go to the other side. That was the word of the Lord, and the disciples doubted that. Jesus said, we're going to get to the other side, but the disciples doubted that in the midst of the storm. That is where the lack of faith took place. We've got to believe in the word of the Lord, and that's really where faith starts. You want to get used in this gift? You've got to start believing in the word and the report of the Lord. Our church right now is in a capital stewardship campaign. We're going to uh, expand our building and do other things. We had a guy stand up and say two things. We can't do this, and it's not time. Tried to hijack the whole thing. That was the voice of doubt the voice of doubt, but the word of the Lord had spoken through prophecy and already confirmed it through signs that this was the thing to do. And uh thank the Lord that uh we had a vote and everybody, the majority of the church went with the word of the Lord and we're moving forward in that. Doubt was shut down and we're moving forward in faith and God is blessing those who have moved forward in faith. You gotta believe in the word of the Lord. That's how you you become a spirit signal. That's how you show the signs and the workings of God. It is believing the word of the Lord. Uh, and finally, Acts chapter 3, Peter's about to walk into the temple. There's a layman there asking him for money. Peter doesn't give him a dime. He says, "I, I what I have I give it unto you, Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. That was an act of faith. That was faith speaking. That was the gift of faith moving in that moment. And the man jumped up and began to leap in the temple. You know that's really interesting, very special, because in in the Old Testament, according to the law, the lame could not even go anywhere near the temple. But Isaiah prophesied that when Messiah comes, that one day the lame would leap and dance. They would be brought back into the temple. So yeah, that man was healed. He was no longer lame. He was brought in the temple. The temple was supposed to reflect what heaven was. Are there any lame in heaven? Absolutely not. Everything is whole. Everything is perfect. But uh, praise the Lord. Uh, the, this uh, this lame man was healed, and he was able to go into the temple as a sign that Jesus is Lord. That is the gifts of the Spirit moving. That is the gifts of the Spirit operating. Uh, you read later on about the apostle people. His shadow, his shadow was passing by, and healing people. Uh, we've talked about this in previous episodes during the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. It's a good idea to practice social distancing. And a lot of us are uh, very uh, on, on edge about that because we believe in the doctrine of laying on of hands, and I believe that too. But right now, it's probably not a good idea to do, to do that. Let's, uh, let's keep our distance and stay the plague. Praise the Lord. You can, of course, speak to somebody's situation. You can send a prayer cloth. You can write a letter, write a text, post a social media thing, something like that, and see somebody healed. And also, my favorite is casting your shadow upon somebody. Peter did this. He couldn't get to everybody. There was too many crowds, and possibly he didn't want to go near uh, some people who were uh, uh, plagued with some terminal type of disease. So instead, as the sun would come up or as it would set, he would stand up on an elevated place, maybe high up on a hill, and the people down below uh, would get into the shadow of the apostle, and they would be healed. This past Pentecost Sunday, Pentecost Sunday 2020, we opened up our altars for anybody who wanted to come and to pray to receive uh, the gift of the Holy Ghost by the sign of speaking in other tongues and a man came forward It was his first time in our service and I could tell God was pulling on his heart and He wanted to receive the Holy Spirit and I watched him pray He didn't know how to do it and I wanted to keep my social distancing, you know under normal circumstances I'd be right in that guy's face right in that guy's ear, you know being a powerful altar worker, you know Like like the rest of us, but I couldn't do it. So I had to stand on the steps and I couldn't get near him. But I <laughs> I looked down and saw my shadow. And I thought, I'm going to put my shadow on this guy. And I called out to him. I said, sir, you keep praying. I'm going to put my shadow over you. And God is going to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost by the sign of speaking in other tongues. And I stretched out my hand. We got, you know, bright lights upon our platform. And I watched as my the shadow of my hand came upon that man's face. When my shadow hit that man's face, instantly he burst out speaking in other tongues. And nobody was around to witness it, so I grabbed the microphone, put the microphone in his mouth, and let that entire church, as they sat in their seats during this COVID-19 social distancing uh, time guidelines, I, I let the entire church listen. And I mean faith built in that place. And thereafter, uh, others received the Holy Ghost that they, they came down to receive it. Okay, that was faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Like evangelist Eli Hernandez taught Who recently passed away If you can see it, it ain't faith <laughs> Faith, and if you, got, that's, if you can see it That's a type of hope Faith is when you can't see it It doesn't exist You've got to believe Got to believe that it can happen That God can do it That's what Joshua and Caleb did And they came in and, and conquered that land And set up their, their cities there Their land there Took it over as God promised that's how Jesus calmed the storm. And that's how Peter was able to call out to that lame man to arise and walk. That is faith. Secondly, the gifts of healing. The gifts of healing. This is a spiritual recovery of the human body, property, or a part of creation. It is spiritual recovery of the human body, property, or a part of creation. Uh, let me give you some examples of this. In Second Kings chapter number 2, uh, Elisha, the sons of the prophets, uh, tried to take a drink of water. And uh, the prophets cried out, there is poison in this water. It is poisonous. We can't drink it. So what does Elisha do? He gets some salt, throws it into the water, and the waters recovered. They were miraculously healed and became drinkable again. That is the gifts of healing. It wasn't the healing of the human body. It was a healing of property. So it's uh, various giftings. It's not just one way of doing it. There's very many ways of the gifts. That's why it's plural, gifts of healing. So here you have the healing of water. Uh, uh, Matthew chapter 8, Peter Peter invites the Lord to his uh, in-law's house, and there his mother-in-law laid sick with uh, a horrible fever, probably very contagious. And what does Jesus do? He comes in there and heals her. And he healed her so miraculously and so special that she got right up and fixed everybody dinner. <laughs> That's the power of God, right there. You know, normally you think about it when you're sick and you're coming off of it. It's not a good idea to get up and start cooking dinner, but when God supernaturally heals you, you can get up and get ready to go. Just bam, just like that. That's the power of God. Uh, Acts chapter nine. Uh, there was a uh, Peter came across a man who was paralyzed, and uh, the apostle Peter laid his hands upon him. Aeneas was his name. He was paralyzed. And through the prayers and the the workings of the gift of healing, moved upon Aeneas, and he was paralyzed, and he was completely healed and began to walk. Praise God. Several years ago, uh, the Holy Ghost was moving powerfully in our church, and a lady in our church, her name was Sue, she walked forward to the altar all on her own, and as she approached the altar, she was walking towards me. The word of knowledge moved upon me. And God spoke to me in the audible thought of my mind, as I talked to you about last week. And I knew supernaturally that cancer had come back in her body. And when she came forward, I said it. I said, the cancer is back in your body, isn't it? And she began to weep and to shake her head, yes. And I said, Sister Sue, God knows exactly what is going on. And the Holy Ghost is here right now. When when the gifts of the Spirit start moving, that's when you know something's about to go down. I could feel her faith in that moment, and I laid my hands upon her, and I cursed that cancer out of her body, amen, and, and prayed in the name of Jesus that it would leave. She fell out in the Holy Ghost. We'll have to talk about falling out another time. I love falling out. There's something powerful and very special about it. We don't force it. We don't make it happen, but when it happens, it being being touched by God in such a special way where you cannot even stand... Something powerful happens. So Sister Sue had breast cancer, a tumor. That's, not th- that's something you don't want to hear. It could be an immediate death sentence. She went home that day, got on social media, and posted that that tumor was completely gone, completely gone, and Sister Sue is alive and well and with us to this day. Right then and there, you have an example of multiple gifts of the Spirit working and operating. At the same time, the word of knowledge hit me. I knew she had cancer. Faith hit her. Faith to believe God for the miraculous. And then through the laying on of hands, the gifts of healing began to move. And that cancer, cancer vanished by the power of God. Completely healed. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The working of miracles. The working of miracles. This is a... Spiritual intervention of God's supernatural, 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 phenomenal power. I need another sip of coffee. I can't talk. Working of miracles, a spiritual intervention of God's supernatural, phenomenal power. Some Bible examples of this. You look in Exodus 14. Moses stands up in front of the sea. Now, did he stretch out his staff to heal the sea? No. Did he have faith? not really he obeyed the command of god but really this was a miracle a miracle the red sea parted it's it, it, god created a miraculously a space right down the middle of it parting the red sea for moses and the tr- children of israel to march through and get to the other side safely and then miraculously the waves crashed and defeated pharaoh and his army the enemies of israel that was a miracle you look in John chapter 2. Jesus comes to a wedding. and that's that something? The first miracle that Jesus ever did was at a wedding. Oh, isn't that sweet? Amen. So he miraculously turns water into wine at the wedding. Jesus didn't heal the water. He didn't heal wine. He didn't heal anything. He miraculously changed the water into wine. It was a miracle, the first of his miracles. Uh, you then uh, look in Acts chapter 8. Philip, the evangelist, he was miraculously caught away by God out of the desert into the city of Azotus. Philip was not healed at that moment. There wasn't faith. There wasn't a word of knowledge. There wasn't prophecy at that moment. A miracle was worked. A miracle was done in the supernatural transportation of the evangelist from the desert into the city where he needed to be. Amen. This is the working of miracles. So you have gifts of healing, meaning there's many ways for the gift to operate and a healing, the plural gifts, the singular healing occurs. You then have working, not workings, but working of miracles. There's usually really only one way to work work it, but many type of miracles can happen. Many type of miracles can happen. I'm getting short on time. I can't go into that. I want, I want to conclude with this story about the, the working of miracles. When uh, my beautiful... Wife, Anna, and I were expecting our firstborn baby, our baby girl, little Melina. My wife was expecting the baby, and it was getting close to the time of delivery, and we went to see the doctor, and the doctor did not have good news for us. She said, "Uh, this baby is breached. This baby is breached. Uh, We need this baby to go head down, or there could possibly possibly be uh, very serious complications. Well, that's not what you want to hear, but it was the truth. It was the fact. So my wife and I got in the car. You know, every baby is a prayer baby. And I got to tell you, you, you dads out there, uh, happy belated Father's Day to all of you who had a great Father's Day here in Kansas City this past week. And I wish all of the dads uh, continued blessings in being a father. But, uh, you know, as a dad, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. I mean, every baby is a prayer baby. And you're already on edge during all of that. So we got in the car. And I mean, just the worry set in. Uh, The anxiety set in. We started driving home. I mean, we're both in tears. We're both like, what do we do? Oh, my goodness, this isn't the report we want to hear. But I reached over and grabbed my wife's hand, and I said, honey, we're going to pray. And I began to call on the name of the Lord. And I said, Jesus, by the power of your name, the blood that you shed, the word that you spoke, I command you to turn this child head down. And when I spoke that, I'm driving in the car. We're on the highway going 70 miles an hour. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a wind came from the left side of that car and blew all across in the car. I mean, the car was just filled with a wind that came from nowhere. That wind was the power of the Holy Ghost. And when that wind entered that car, my wife said, oh, my goodness, I can feel the baby turning. I can feel the baby moving. Oh, my goodness, Justin, this baby is moving. Oh, my goodness, Justin, this baby just went head down. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) That baby went head down. It was just a few days later we came back for a checkup, and our doctor said, yep, the baby's head down. Isn't that something? And I told that doctor about the miraculous power of God as a witness and testimony of who Jesus really is. Praise the Lord. The gifts of the Spirit are alive. God wants us to act like Him. So have faith. Let the gifts of healing work. Let the working of miracles happen. That's what this world needs to see and feel and have in this time. So right now after this episode, why don't you go and find somebody who is sick and let faith and the gifts of healing and the working of miracles flow out of you naturally so that the supernatural may do something powerful. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is Justin Gleason. May you be used powerfully in the spiritual gifts.